This is your girl, Nisi D, and you are now tuned in to Faithful In It Podcast, where we will go through the journey of living life faithful in it and watch God build us through our faith. You gotta Let's go. be faithful in it, faithful in it. You gotta be faithful in it, faithful in it. You gotta be faithful in it, faithful in it. You gotta be Hey family, it is a new week. It is time for a new episode. Welcome to Faithful in a Podcast, a space for us to keep it real as we go on our faith journey together. This faith journey is not easy, but we are doing it. <laughs> I hope you guys are having an awesome week. It's always a pleasure to record these episodes. It's like my new favorite thing (laughs) and I enjoy it. I hope you guys enjoy listening and tuning in. Um, For those of you that do not know, my name is Nisi Dalman and obviously I am your host for this podcast. So last week I had uh, a lot going on and I actually was traveling and because I was traveling and I had to wake up super, super early to get to the airport and I wasn't done packing and everything, I kind of had to uh, do a very, very short episode. It was basically just to encourage you all to check in on your loved ones, tap in, and uh, just find someone or multiple people to check on. I hope you actually did that. I also did it. I checked in with my peoples. I actually try to make it a routine of mine to constantly check on my peoples, even the ones that don't check on me, even if it is just a message to let them know that I am thinking about them and that I love them. Um... It's one of those things that I try to make sure that I'm doing and I try to make sure that I work on the relationship with my loved ones. Now, I got a huge family, a lot of people in my family. I will not sit here and lie and say that I check and I talk to every single one of them. That is not that is not a fact. It is not a fact, although I do try, especially after the passing of my cousin, um, I try to uh, basically just continue to be in contact with my peoples, not only my family, but my friends as well. I just think that there is a lot of value to it. And you also never know what people are going through or dealing with. The people that do not, I repeat, the people that do not talk about what they're going through are the lump, are the ones that you should be more alarmed about. You know, that friend or that family member that always, if they're talking, it's about you. They want to know about you. They want to know what's going on with you. And they basically divert or they stay away from talking about themselves. Those are normally the people that really have a lot going on. So check on your peoples. I'm not saying to sit there and, you know, force them to tell you what's going on, but just make sure that you are creating an open space for them to feel like, okay, if they ever need to talk, that you got them. I'm just saying. 
I actually speak on this topic from a place of experience because I am definitely one of those people that is, um, um, what would you say? I am a person that struggles in silence. I don't really share what I'm going through unless, you know, it's like one of my like really, 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 really close people, like one of my cousins. Um, and then also sometimes my sister, but, uh, or one of my sisters, uh, but, um, even with them, there's times where I just don't say anything and I don't say anything to anyone at all, but I talk to God, you know, cause Jesus is the homie. So, uh, I talk to him and I let him know what's going on. And there's times where it's just like, I don't really say anything. I internalize it. And, you know, I think about it, I process it in my mind, but for me, it's like, okay, God, you know, you know exactly what's going on. You know how I'm feeling. And then there's times where I just, I just sit in silence. And as I'm sitting in silence, of course, my mind is going. And then, um, I just let the things play out, play out in my mind, process it. And just deal with it. It's not the best thing. <laughs> it is not the best thing. It is not the best thing. I repeat, it is not the best thing. But it's kind of one of those things that um, that's how I deal. And I know it's not the best way to deal. But I promise you, one day, I will find a better way to deal. All right, it is time for our faith highlight for this week. Now, I kind of don't really have a faith highlight, but that's not true because there is always something to highlight as far as being uh, a highlight of faith or uh, something to talk about that shows, you know, where your faith got you or something that God did because of your faith. So um, there's always... There is always a faith highlight. Uh, I don't have one that uh, actually is outside of me. So I will actually just share my faith highlight that I would like to highlight that. Listen, I traveled last week to New York. I traveled there and back. Got on a plane both times when I got to the airport. Now, listen, I don't know if anybody else is like a people watcher like me. Like, I like to watch people. Sounds weird for some, for those that don't know. But for those that know, you know, I actually like to watch people. So I go to the airport. I get there early. And um, I enjoy, basically, just watching people, watching families, watching the kids, watching different things. And just, I don't know, like sometimes I create... <laughs> I create in my mind what the person probably is thinking or what they're going through. Or if I see a couple that's having a conversation, I could create and fabricate a whole conversation for them in my mind. <laughs> it's just for entertainment. You know, it's just one of those things that helps me, you know, pass up time. But anyways, right? So that's not what my faith highlight is. But my faith highlight is that I went to the airport to New York and back. And um, I mean, I flew. I went, I traveled to New York. 
um, and went to the airport and uh, the process was smooth sailing. TSA did not, um, you know, sometimes for those of us that travel, sometimes, you know, they go, they be a little extra or whatever. And sometimes it's like, oh, I got to touch you here and pat you here. Like, ain't nothing there. You don't need to touch me. There, ha there has been times where I have really honestly felt violated because I'm just like, I feel like you're supposed to like take me on a date or something before actually, you know, like, come on. But I'm just saying, I don't know if anybody else has a experience what I've experienced but you know I did not have to like TSA was good going and coming back uh my flight was good going and coming back um you know like there were like no issues and I got to really just watch and see the beauty and the creation of God just watching the clouds and the skies and you know watching the city from above is just so beautiful so beautiful and then um I returned I picked up my car from the airport and I drove home to Miami literally after landing I basically just drove home and my flight was almost three hours and then I drove about three hours or I drove three hours to go home to Miami and God kept me throughout it all. Not only did he keep me throughout all of that, he also allowed me and kept me to make it back home to Orlando. So that is my faith highlight. It is the traveling grace and mercy that God gave me while I was doing my travel to New York and also to Miami and back home. And also just the beauty, the ability and the honor to see the beauty of his creation while on the plane. Seeing the city and seeing the world from up high is beautiful. All right, now it is time for us to just dive right into the episode and have our faithful in it chat. Basically, what I'm going to talk about is a example of what faithful in it is and what living faithful in it truly is. I have been, I'm just like, I've been thinking and I'm just like, okay, I don't understand what is going on, but I've been going home a lot uh, recently. And as I've been going home, I have been, not going to say entertained, but I have been attacked. <laughs> I don't know if attack is the right word, but attack is the word that I am choosing to use because it's almost like that's exactly what's happening, but it's not an attack. Um, I have literally have had so many of my family members that have just been like overwhelming me with conversations of me being single. Not only of conversations of me being single, well, conversations of me not having a husband to be specific. And not only conversation of me not having a husband, but also conversations of me not having a child or children and my age. I have been basically, I'm not going to say overwhelmed because it's not overwhelming me, but I have had family members like aunts, like older people that have been having conversations or basically like 
I guess shedding light that I'm getting older and that I don't have that much time and basically just projecting their feelings onto me and projecting what they think should be or could be or would be onto me. And I am so happy to say that it does not make me feel any type of way. So to get to dive a little bit deeper. So I was having a conversation with one of my aunts and basically she was telling me how, okay, she was basically telling me how, okay, you don't have any kids yet. Like, do you want kids? Like you want a child? And I'm like, yeah, I do. And then she's like, um, so when are you going to have this kid? And then I'm like, okay, well, I don't have a man. Like, <laughs> I don't have a man. So how am I just going to have a kid? I don't have a man. And then I tell her, you know, like, I'm waiting on God. I'm waiting on God to basically send me this man so that I can have this child. And she tells me straight up, well, if you keep waiting on God, you're probably not going to have a child because you've been waiting all this time and it hasn't happened. So if you keep waiting, you might as well just say that you're not going to have a kid. And I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I let her talk and then she's just like, well, you know, like you are in a position where you can have a kid. Like, why do you need a man? You can have a child without the Without the man, without the husband, you don't need to have a husband. If a kid is what you want, you could easily take care of a child on your own. So, you know, like basically like she was basically telling me like, just get with somebody, get pregnant, have the child, be a single mom. That is not what, that is not, that is not, I repeat, that is not what I want for my life, okay? And that is not what God promised me. That is not my future. No, that's not what I want. But I let sis talk. I let her talk and I listened. <laughs> and I listened. And um, I'm like, okay. I mean, I didn't tell her, okay. I didn't accept. I didn't accept that. And I was not accepting um, that to go from her lips to God's ears. <laughs> Uh, no, that's not what God has promised me. And that is not what I want. So, you know, we had other conversations and then it's just like, okay. So I had another aunt and my other aunt was basically talking to me saying, oh, you know, these men these days are not, you know, like what they used to be. And, you know, if I'm you, I'm just going to go ahead and just continue at I'll just continue where I am. You know, you have your own home, like, you know, get you a little friend and, you know, like you don't need a husband. You don't need a man. You don't need that headache or these men, they don't want to pay bills. They want you to take care of them and blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. And all the things that are not the things that I believe. I had um some other folks, you know, like guy cousins. And it's just like, oh, cuz you don't need no man. Like what you need a man for, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, these men and just, you know, like what men are not these days. And with all of that, I am still sitting here. Like, you know, 
I listen to them and then I tell them, you know, I believe that God has a man for me. And I believe the man that God has for me is not the man that you guys are speaking of. It's not the man that is not going to be the person that actually aligns with who I am. We will both be in alignment with each other. And I trust and believe, I have faith that God is going to give me what I desire. And I desire a husband. I do not desire a friend. I do not desire to be a single mother. I do not desire to be alone. I desire companionship. And I know I am not alone. I'm not sitting here looking at, yes, I look at my age, but not the way they're looking at it. And I'm over here like, yo, this is my life. I'm the one that's actually living this thing out. It's my story. And I'm not even thinking the way that you guys are thinking, like, what is going on here? But it also gave me a, a appreciation of the strength that God has given me and the level or the season that I am in because I'm able to silence that noise and still throughout, I'm just like, mm-hmm, yep, I hear y'all, yep, 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 mm-hmm, in one ear and out the other. And I'm like, God, I'm not listening to what they're saying because I trust and I believe that you're going to give me favor when it comes to a husband. You're going to bless me with a husband. You're going to bless me with a family. And I'm not focusing on the fact that I'm 37. Yes, time is ticking. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. I'm not going to put myself in a box or put myself in a box that culture and society wants to put me in. I refuse to do it because I know what God has for me and I know the God that I serve. And I know at the end of the day, while these people are saying the things that they're saying, my thing to God is like, God, I know that you are not going to embarrass me. You are not going to allow people to laugh at me. You are not going to allow me to feel shame because I decided to wait. You are not going to allow me to feel like I'm being foolish. You are not going to allow me to feel like they are right because you proved them right. You are not going to allow, you're not going to prove them right. You're going to prove them wrong. You are going to prove them wrong. And I'm not going to accept that for me. And I'm saying all of that to say that there's probably somebody that is listening right now and you're going through the same thing. Silence the noise. Don't listen to them. Trust and believe that God is going to do it. He is going to do it no matter what they're thinking, no matter what they're saying, no matter what somebody may be trying to project onto you or they're trying to, to project their fear onto you. Mm -mm, rebuke that thing and keep it moving. I love my peoples. I love my aunts. I love my cousins. I love my peoples. But sometimes people just don't know. They don't know. And sometimes people just talk. They talk based off of what, what they've experienced or they talk based off of their fear or they talk based off of their emotions and what they're going through. But at the end of the day, it is my life and my story. And God is the author. God has the pen. I'm not taking the pen from him so that I can write the story. So I will not allow somebody else to take the pen from him to write my story.
not going to do that. God is the God has the final say so, and at the end, when He does say so, mm, 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 there's going to be the wow, you know, you are right, or wow, you did it the right way. Now, now, let me just also say this: this thing is easy. This thing is not easy. It is tough. It is definitely tough. But I am definitely doing. I take it day by day, one step at a time, and I continue to trust God and I continue to pray. So continue to trust, believe him, and pray. Do not allow people to project their feelings, their emotions, what they think, their opinion onto you. Do not allow people to distract you. Do not allow people to discourage you. Do not allow people to make you start to believe that what God said he was going to do is not true. Do not allow people to make you believe that you're not worthy. Do not allow people to make you believe that you're not going to have what your heart desires. Do not allow people to believe that you won't have a God did it at the end because you will. God's going to do it and you'll be able to give him the glory and you'll be able to say that God did it. You waited, you trusted, and God blessed you at the end. That is it. Don't get weary. Do not get weary. Embrace your season. Embrace your singleness. Embrace the process. Embrace what you are learning. Embrace you. Embrace the self-care that you have the ability to give yourself. Embrace the things that you have today. Because at the end of the day, when you do get the thing that you are waiting for, <laughs> you're praying and you're trusting and you're believing God for, you're you're like, you really want it now. And then one day God's going to give it to you. And then honestly, there's times where, you know, God gives us something and I'm not going to say we don't appreciate it, but when it's given after a while, it's just like, okay, God, thank you. I got it. What's next? What is next? Just embrace where you are and what God is doing. Because at the end of the day, God's hand is in it and God is working. It may look like he's not because you're still waiting, but God is definitely moving. And you're still being processed. You're still being processed. Because at the end of the day, if we were ready for what it is that God has for us, we would have it. So the because we don't have it right now and God has not released it, it's because it is not time and we are not ready. We could be ready, but there's certain things that probably are not ready for us. You know, God is a very strategic and intentional God. So allow God to do what it is that he has to do. And you just continue to focus. You continue to pray. You continue to embrace you and silence the noise. Do not listen to the people that are on the outside that's trying to discourage you, that's trying to make you think that what it is that you are waiting for or that you are believing for is not going to come to you. It's not going to happen. It is going to happen. Stretch your faith. 
and just be faithful in it and watch God move. All right. <laughs> All right. This has been good. I hope you enjoyed our chat because I enjoyed it. Um, I love you guys. I hope you have a good week. Again, as I always say, if you are not having a good week, there is still time for there to be a turnaround. I hope that a turnaround happens and that your week actually becomes a really great and fantastic week. A uh, week that started off bad will end on a fantastic note. Love you guys. Stay prayed up. Don't forget to be faithful in it. Peace. Help me grow.